Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you for yet another day, yet another time. Thank you for your word. Your word gives us light. The entrance of your word gives light and it brings understanding to the simple. We thank you, Lord, as we lift up our hearts before you this precious evening. Thank you that your word will shine a light into our hearts the light of heaven in the name of jesus and take away our darkness take away our simplicity in the name of jesus give us more understanding in jesus holy and mighty awesome name praise the lord hallelujah 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 glory to jesus glory to jesus Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Amen. So today I'm sharing with you on a very interesting subject. I, 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 I said, I told you that I may or may not continue with the message that I started yesterday. I told you that uh, if God wills, I may continue with the message today. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to postpone it another time. I'll continue that message another time. But today... Um, something that is really striking my heart that I want to share with you that God uh, um, um, is, is, is leading me to share with you I want to talk I want to I want to talk to you about the urgency uh, living in the urgency living with the urgency of the second coming of Jesus living with the urgency of the coming of the Lord praise God that's what I want to share with you today living with the urgency of of the coming of Jesus living with the urgency of the coming of Jesus and uh, I want us to look at uh, some some things that the Bible uh, have said has said about this some things the Bible has said about this so uh, if you would quickly open with me to the book of First Timothy chapter number four. First Timothy chapter number four. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. First Timothy chapter number four. First Timothy chapter number four, reading from verse one. Now the Spirit speaketh express ex expressly. Now the Spirit speak. The, now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times or in the end times, some shall depart from the faith. Some shall depart from the faith. Now he says. This is the testimony of the Holy Spirit. This is what, what the Holy Spirit has been saying. And the Holy Spirit has been saying this uh, throughout the first century church and throughout different generations and, uh, and times, seasons and times that have existed in the, in the church age. Okay? Um, and Jesus says, uh, sorry, Paul says that the Spirit speaks expressly. In other words, uh, the Spirit of God is very clear on this. Amen? The Holy Spirit is very clear on this. He has been always clear on this. That in the last days, 
Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Doctrines of devils. Um, I was sharing with you, I think on Sunday, I think so, on Sunday, I was sharing with you on um, the the uh, uh on the on the rise of the antichrist we read from the book of second timothy chapter number four and uh, we spoke about the rise of the antichrist uh how that paul said uh, to the thessalonian church that they shouldn't be soon moved quickly moved as the day of the lord will not come except there comes a falling away first you see that falling away is the same as apostasy the, the greek word for falling away is apostasia which means apostasy which actually means departing from the faith you see so it's a very clear subject it is a very 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 clear subject uh in the church the holy spirit has always been clear on this that in the last days some shall depart from the faith praise god giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies in hypocrisy having their conscience seared with hot iron you see having their conscience seared with hot iron that means uh, they'll go so far that no matter what you tell them no matter how much you bring the truth to them they simply cannot repent they just cannot repent repentance repentance will become something uh, uh, that will become so hard for them to do no matter no matter no matter how how much you try to 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 bring the gospel to them they just cannot repent forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which god has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth for every creature of god is good and nothing is to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving Praise God. So the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. There are demons, devils that will be released in the last days that the Bible calls them seducing spirits. Praise God. The Bible calls them seducing spirits. Um, they are enticing spirits. You see, like uh, how a man uh, who wants to have sex, okay, have sex with a woman, will entice the woman with many words, okay? In Ghana, we call it rapping, right? The man will rap the woman, right? That's how we call it in Ghana over here. So, the man will entice the woman with many words, all with one purpose to get the woman's attention the girl's attention all with one purpose to get the girl's attention get the uh, get that lady's attention on him all with one, one purpose to get the lady begin to desire sexually after him and so um this woman uh this man doesn't really have the intention of getting married to this woman all this man is looking for from uh, uh, is, is looking for from this woman is just to have sex just to enjoy her that's all he's looking for so with many words enticing words he speaks to this woman deceiving her 
making her feel good making her feel wonderful making her feel that all is well all is good making her feel that he loves her that he cherishes her making her feel so precious and then when this woman has finally fallen into the deception of uh, this man the man will now go in and have sex with the woman and afterwards dump her because his purpose was never in getting married to her that was never his purpose his purpose was to enjoy her and dump her praise God now that's the same thing the Spirit of God is telling us what happened in the last days to to us remember the Bible says that he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit you see and there are some men that as a man who are so wicked they are so wicked uh, that their target is married women that's that's more wicked that's more wicked because God loves marriage so much and respects the marriage covenant so much and the marriage covenant is so holy before God so much that the devil hates it and there are men whose target is married women they'll do everything in their power they'll try everything possible to get a married woman entice a married woman and commit adultery with the married woman and break her marriage covenant you see it now the bible says that he that is joined to the, to the lord is one spirit he says he that is joined to an harlot is one flesh with the harlot and he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Is one spirit with him. You see it. So being born again, we are joined to the Lord and we are one spirit with him. We are one spirit with him. Praise God. We are uh, uh, you see in in uh, uh in 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 the in Israeli culture, in the Jewish culture, which uh we can also see over here in african culture in certain african cultures when a man uh when a man goes to seek a woman's hand in marriage from her from her from from her parents and then he pays the bride price or let's say he does the knocking okay he does the knocking the woman is now considered by the family by her family to be the husband of the man so you see from that moment uh, to, uh, to be the wife of the man so you you'll see you'll notice that from that moment whenever the man goes to goes to visit uh, uh, the woman uh, they'll say your husband is in your husband is in your husband is in uh, that's the African culture and uh, it's also the Jewish culture for example uh, we see that Mary was betrothed to Joseph Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Joseph hadn't yet married Mary. And Mary was conceived. Uh, uh, Joseph had not yet married Mary, Mary when Mary was found with the child Jesus. You see. And, uh, and Joseph uh, tried to put Mary away because uh, she, 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 was, she was pregnant outside marriage. So he, he tried to put Mary away but secretly to protect Mary's dignity. Okay. And uh, one day while he was sleeping an angel of the Lord Gabriel the angel of God revealed himself to Joseph and then told Joseph take your wife that's what the angel told Joseph take your wife but as at that time 
Joseph had not yet married Mary. Mary was only betrothed unto Joseph, but it was considered as marriage. Right from that moment, it was considered as marriage. Praise God. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and that's the same thing with our relationship with Jesus right now. All of us who have come to faith in Christ Jesus are betrothed unto him. We are all betrothed unto him. That's the reason why the Bible calls us the bride of Christ. We are betrothed unto him. We are yet to be married to him. So, um, in that sense, God sees us as the wife of Christ. That's how God sees us. He sees us as the wife of Christ. Now, the Bible tells us that there are wicked spirits. Very wicked spirits. The Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter in the latter times some will depart shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils doctrines of devils so there are wicked spirits the bible calls them seducing spirits fornicative spirits they are demons they are devils and their main aim their main purpose is to commit fornication to commit adultery to seduce those who have come to faith in Christ Jesus so that they break their marriage covenant with the Lord. That's the purpose of these demons. You see it. That's the purpose of these demons. They will give heed to seducing spirits and, and, and doctrines of devils. So these seducing spirits, they have a doctrine. They have a doctrine. They have a certain kind of doctrine. And through the doctrine that they teach is how they seduce you. They seduce you. Um, recently, in, in, in some few years, we have seen, I don't want to mention any name, but uh, we have seen some people coming up, you know, talking about common sense and common sense and common sense here, common sense there. Yeah, I'm sure some of you have heard of, of, of those teachings. And uh, some of those teachings are uh, 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 with the attempt to make the believer to commit fornication. You see, so these are seducing spirits working in these men, preaching a different doctrine, a doctrine of devil, of devils. And the moment you begin to believe in these doctrines, you are committing fornication with them. You are committing adultery with them. You see, you're committing adultery. And the moment this begins to happen to you, you begin to break your marriage covenant that you have with the Lord. And there are many believers, people who were once believers, who were once Christians, but upon hearing such doctrines of devils, have come to the place where they no longer believe in Jesus. They even say he was invented. They even say he doesn't exist. And all kinds of things. These are doctrines of devils and seducing spirits that have been released into the age. Because it has been prophesied that in the last days, many shall depart from the faith. They shall depart from the faith. And it is going to be the responsibility or the work of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. It's going to be the work of, de uh, of, of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils to cause this into effect, to make this happen. 
And so there are a lot of doctrines out there. New age doctrines. Some of those doctrines look so much like Christ. They look so much like Christ. They, they sound so much like grace. Sound so much like faith. Sound so much like, like the gospel of Jesus Christ. But they are actually seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. Trying to remove us from the grace of God and plant us in the systems of the world. So these things were foretold. And when you see these things happening, know that they were foretold. They were foretold by the scriptures that they would happen. And they are happening. And they are happening. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of um, Second Peter. The second epistle of Peter. Chapter number 3. I said I'm talking to you about the urgency, living with the urgency of the coming of the Lord. Living with the urgency of Christ's coming. That's what I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to you about. Second Peter chapter number 3. I read. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by the way of remembrance. That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. And of the commandments of us the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Look at this. Knowing this first. That there shall come in the last days scoffers. There shall come in the last days scoffers. Walking after their own lusts. Now, tell me this is not happening. It's happening exactly as the Bible says. They shall come in the last days, scoffers. Scoffers, walking after their own lusts. It says, and these scoffers will go on to say, where is the promise of his coming? In other words, they will mock and they will laugh at us. When we say, Jesus is coming soon. They'll laugh at us. They'll mock us. And they'll say all kinds of foolish things towards us. When we say, when we preach, Jesus is coming soon. He says, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days, scoffers walking after their own lust, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Knowing this first, that, that there shall come in the last days, scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning. They laugh at us. Look at the sun, it hasn't changed. Look at the moon, it hasn't changed. Look at life, it hasn't changed. Nothing has changed. He's not coming as you said he will. It's a lie. It's a deception. He won't come. You see, and that's because they haven't ever experienced anything like that before. You see, 
like Solomon said, there is nothing new under the sun. You see it? And that is true. That is so true. But there is something new that has never happened before that is going to happen. And it's not going to happen under the sun. It's going to happen above the sun. In fact, it will come from above the sun and all men who are under the sun will see it. And that's the coming of Jesus. For example, we read the book of Genesis and the Bible tells us that when God created the plants, they were all in the earth like seeds. All of the plants were in the earth like seeds. They hadn't grown up. And the reason why the, 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 they hadn't grown up was because God had not caused there to be rain upon the earth. God hadn't caused rain to come upon the earth. But there was, uh, there was a river that flowed in Eden that parted and became four. And that river was what watered the face of the earth. So there hadn't really been rain before. There hadn't been really there hadn't really been rain before. The first person after Adam to begin talking about the rain was was Noah. He was the first person to ever begin to talk about rain and he told them, "Hey, rain is going to come. Water is going to come from heaven. From the skies." And the people laughed and they mocked. And the reason why they laughed and they mocked is probably because it had never rained before in their lifetime. They had never seen rain coming from heaven. Never seen. So they laughed and they mocked him and said, Noah, since you were born, have you ever heard that water came from the skies? Have you ever heard such a thing? They laughed and they mocked at him because what Noah was preaching seemed so impossible. The impossibility of what Noah was, 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 was talking about was too high for them. It was too high. To them, it was so impossible for anything like that to ever happen. You see, we live in a world when science has proved that nothing that breathes can survive outside space, outside the Earth's atmosphere. Nothing that breathes can survive outside the Earth's atmosphere. You see, and those who travel outside the, Earth, the Earth's atmosphere have to put on some form of uh, 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 some some form of clothes, material, you know, and they have to carry oxygen from this world to space that they will breathe in. If they expose themselves to the chemicals in space, outside the Earth's region, they'll die. They'll die. And since creation began, we have never seen any, not even an invisible being, descending from heaven and coming to the Earth. So this looks so impossible. It looks so much impossible of a thing to happen. But one day we're going to see a man coming from beyond Earth's atmosphere. It looks so impossible. And all eyes will see him. 
It looks so impossible. You see, because science will even tell you that, hey, this is impossible. Because if you look at how the continents are arranged on the planet, it's so impossible. Africa is so far away from Asia. Asia is so far away from Europe. Europe is so far away from Australia. Australia is so far away from America, North America, South America, so far away from Antarctica. If you look at how the, the continents are spread across the globe, we are so far away from ourselves. And there are some countries that are one day, two days ahead of other countries. Whilst it is day here, it is night in somewhere else. You see it? It's night somewhere else. Whilst it's night here, it's day somewhere else. And so, if you say, Jesus will appear and every eye will see him, it's impossible. It's impossible. You see, it's impossible. A human being is just six feet. And, uh, uh, and with the stature of a human being, if he should be at the place where the moon is, he wouldn't be seen. He is too small to be, to be seen by anybody in the earth's region. You see, and even with the size of the, of the sun and the size of the moon, it doesn't appear everywhere at once. We're seeing the sun right now. Not everybody is seeing the sun. To some, the sun is hidden. Some are seeing the moon. You see, so even if he should be, even if he should be at the size of the sun or the moon, not everybody will see him at once. So it seems so impossible. If he appears in Ghana, how would Nigeria see him? How would Australia see him? How would America see him? It sounds so impossible. It sounds so impossible. They don't know how it will happen. I can tell you how it will happen. I can tell you. On that day, when Jesus will appear, for 24 hours, the earth will spin round for 24 hours. It will be an event that has never happened before. Remember, he is the one who created the earth and has the power to command the earth to do his will. The earth will spin 24 hours and every eye will see him all at once. Have you forgotten the signs that he gave concerning the, his coming? He gave signs that the sun will become dark, the moon will not give its light. Do you understand what this is? Do you understand what this is? There will be a massive change in how the earth and the solar systems work in space all at once. A massive change all at once. Everything will respond. The whole solar system and the whole galaxy, everything will respond so that all I can see him all at once. That's what is going to happen. So these scoffers who are mocking and laughing, they know nothing at all. They know nothing at all. Verse 5. It says, For this they willingly are ignorant of, that the word of God 
that by the word of God the heavens were of old. Listen to what God is saying. He says the scoffers are ignorant of this that the word of God but that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of water and in water whereby the world that that uh, whereby the world that that then was being overflowed by with water perished but the heavens and the earth which now are by the same word are kept in store reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men but beloved be not ignorant of this thing that a day one day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day verse 9 the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness the Lord is not slack he is not slack like some men count slackness but is long suffering toward us and not willing that any man should perish but that all should come to repentance but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up so now he begins to advise us seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness looking for and hasting unto the coming of the Lord wherein the heavens being on fire shall dissolve and the elements shall melt with fervent heat nevertheless we according to his promise look for new heavens and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness beloved seeing that you look for such things be diligent be diligent that ye may be found in him in peace without spot and without blame hallelujah 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 glory to Jesus can you go ahead and speak in tongues for a while lift your voice and speak in tongues for a little while